0: Hey there traders today we have a special guest back on the podcast one of my friends that I'm, I'm so excited to have him back on Steve Burns and he's released a new book that we're going to be talking about today called The Working Dead. Steve thank you so much for uh, coming back on the line today I'm I'm really thrilled to have you back and to talk about this new book. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Yule. The How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is produced in partnership with my friends at FinClub.ai. I use the artificial intelligence data from FinClub as my primary indicator. I don't even take a trade if FinClub doesn't show me that I have a greater edge than any other traders in the market. You've heard the stats. 90% of traders fail, which is why you need to find an edge. And FinClub has that edge for you for just a few dollars a day. The returns produced by FinClub have been shown to be more than double that of the market, with win rates as high as 90%. I mean, they basically make it so easy. They're going to show you exactly what stock is going to exactly what price. Basically, they're handing everything you need to you on a silver platter. Listen, they are so confident that this will change the way you trade. FinClub.ai is going to give you two full weeks to test drive their service. And they'll even give you all their historical results so you can see exactly how it works and how it can dramatically change the way you trade. And that's exactly what I've done. So head on over to FinClub.ai to start your free two-week trial. And I'll even throw in some extra bonuses after you sign up. Now, the only place you can get your discounts or free bonuses is at FinClub.ai. That's FinClub.ai.
1: Yeah, I always uh, appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's good to talk to you, Chris.
0: Well, honestly, the pleasure is all mine. I, I I am so grateful to be able to uh, to chat with you like we do and grateful to be able to help uh, share this book with more people. So, so tell me, where did this come from? Where did this book come about? Where did you get the idea for it and, and The Working Dead? I love the title. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, this is the culmination of really my uh, study and uh, execution of personal finances really for the past 30 years since I was uh, really young. I mean, I started looking at compound uh, tables for capital growth when I was a teenager and knew that was the path for me to uh To end up being financially independent, you know, and I've had a lot of cool uh, teachers and books that I've learned from along the way, and that's really the culmination of of my beliefs and what I did in uh, real life and real time uh, to become financially independent and to uh, go through the different tiers of finances and uh, to eventually – uh, you know, be to, to a place of no stress and having enough money to do whatever you want to do and uh, enjoying life. And there's never been a better time to pursue what I talk about in the book than in 2020 with uh, technology lowering the barriers to entry to any field of interest.
0: So do you feel that this book, it's not just for people in finance or traders, but really just anybody?
1: Yes, this is the book I wrote for a general audience for uh, anybody and anybody's goals. I mean whether somebody's goal is to just have a job they love or somebody's goal to, to uh, just make a living doing what they want to do or they have a job they love and they just want to get their personal finance in order so they have no financial stress going forward. Uh, and then people that want to start a business or do their own thing or uh, be financially independent or and have financial freedom. It's for anybody. I think I covered the spectrum in this book
0: hmm. So in the introduction, uh, this cracked me up and I, I had to highlight it. And I want to, to, to mention it here. Steve says, if you're obsessed with owning the biggest house, driving the newest car or using your credit cards to take lavish vacations, this book probably isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the problem I think in our society, especially in the United States, is they put the material things before the winning. You know, even the rock stars that become successful, and even the Warren Buffets that become the richest people in the world, and the entrepreneurs like Steve Jobs that made businesses. Uh, most people that are highly successful and even go on to be billionaires start out very humbly in what they can afford. You know, they couldn't. You can't launch your own business or have a rock career if you are straddled with a giant mortgage and two car payments, and uh, you know you have responsibilities that force you to stay in your income level. So, if people want to do things in life, you know it's better to uh, reward yourself after you've done them, not before you have done them, where you sell your future for your present with debt.
0: You know, when I was reading through this and and, and really just reminded me of that right there, I had a lot of thoughts about Gary Vee, Gary Vaynerchuk. And he talks about how, you know, to put in the work, put in the hustle and don't buy those things that you really don't want because they they trap you into that that servitude to that. Right. Um, I think even Dave Ramsey says something along the lines of like people buy things they don't want with money they don't have to impress people they don't like. And that's the American way or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's something attributed to uh, Dave Ramsey and Will Smith, you know, where people are just trying to keep up uh, appearances and costing them basically their life to keep up appearances, whether they want it or not. Uh, it's crazy to think Gary Vee talks about now. Uh, I, I understood 10 years ago, you know, the gold mine that was in the social media and creating your own platform in whatever form it takes with whatever you're passionate about. And it's it's crazy. I only found Gary Vee over the last eighteen months, and it just shocks me at, uh, you know, he quantifies a lot of stuff that I understood a long time ago with the different gold mines that you'll have. And there's different times and opportunity in in economic history, you know, during the dot com, you know, if you started the, an internet company, you could become a millionaire starting the business, or you could invest in tech stocks in the whole run up in the 90s and make a, a killing. Uh, you know, in the 70s, you could have been a trend follower with commodities and made a fortune. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of different stocks. You could have got in uh, Amazon uh, as an investor anytime in the last 20 years and done really well. I mean, there's different opportunities that come up in different times in history. And uh, right now we have opportunity on every level from zero commission trading to uh, being able to start your own YouTube channel to creating your own uh, social media e- ecosystem for whatever you're passionate and, ab- about and love or write a book and publish it or have a song and publish it yourself. Uh, it's pretty incredible times we live in with the endless opportunities around us.
0: You're so, so right. And and that's definitely what Gary Vee preaches is, is finding your passion and then developing a tribe around that passion. He he gives the example. I love this example. He's like, you can find people that love the smurfs as much as you do and be able to make eighty thousand dollars a year from it. But it takes a lot of work to get to that point. You don't you just don't open the doors one day and all the smurf lovers just like you start handing you money. There's there's <laughs> a long battle essentially and that's kind of what I've been going through for the last three years. I think I started my company in 2017 and we're still every day chugging away, working on it. But every day, you know, you learn something, you're putting one foot in front of the other, you're building foundations. I was, I was talking to my dad recently and I was like, you know, right now, like my YouTube channel is starting to take off. But I, I I look at other YouTube channels or other people on social media and things like that. And they've got a hundred times more subscribers and things like that. And I'm looking at, at what I've got and I'm like, Oh man, like, like, we're building foundations here, and I can see that what we're trying to do is possible. All right. It's not that we're trying to uh, reinvent uh, automotive transport like Elon Musk, mm-hmm. right? I don't have big ideas like that. I'm just trying to share how to trade stocks and options with more people. And, you know, yeah. because of that, I can see people like yourself who have probably. Over half a million followers across all the social media platforms out there and you've got you're an influential man and it takes time and and a lot of goodwill and a lot of positive energy, but mainly just a lot of work to get to those points. It's funny, whatever uh, you want to do, you know, you have you have to
1: have the energy for wanting to do it and the passion, like you said, to do it for a long period of time. And all my stuff started out early. You know, it was people's ideas, you know, telling me you should have a blog. You're so, you know, you so focused on the stock market. Why don't you have a blog? And a guy built me a website. OK. And then, um, you know, then other people uh, offer me, hey, I'll publish books. You want to write some books? You've reviewed uh, more trading books than anybody on Amazon. I'll publish your book. Just write it. And it's funny how you can't connect the dots, you know, looking back. But going forward, if you keep doing the right thing going forward and let all the dots connect as you move and do the right thing, like you said, every day you can outwork most of your competition once you know what your goals are, but you have to have those goals and just keep moving in the direction of what you are passionate about. And uh, uh, it's just fascinating that that's been my life quest for uh, well over 30 years has been the stock market and investing and trading and understanding how to make money and compound capital and uh, develop trading systems. So, you know, the natural outlet of that was to, uh, you know, go on social media, share and meet other interesting people and, and just write my uh, thoughts down, whether it's on social media or blogging, and then thought, you know, had a passion to write some books that I was uh, very interested in the topics of. So interesting how it all just worked out over the past decade. I mean, but if you go in the right direction for 10 years and anything and you put in the hours and you, you do the right thing and you understand what you're doing and you just keep moving to your goals, only time separates you from accomplishing them if you're moving in the right direction.
0: You know, I just heard that quote not not all that long ago. Maybe it was an Instagram post or something, but somebody said exactly that. The only thing that separates you and your goals is time, as long as That's you're like- putting in the work. Mhm. Yeah, effort I mean, is
1: well over half the battle.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Doing and the, right
1: the other half. The uh,
0: the other half, the better half, as you would say, is also about your life partner and that was in chapter 4 of the book here. Uh, Steve really I thought it was interesting that Steve didn't just go and say, save money, compounding interest, it's easy, the end. No, he went into a lot of different areas, and one of them was actually your life partner. And, uh, you know, Steve put in here, and it's so funny, he says, if you think keeping up with the Joneses is tough, you'll find that marrying someone who sets the pace for the neighborhood is a nightmare. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, you look next door and you want to have a car as nice as theirs and a house as big as theirs. Uh, you know, your, uh, your spouse is the pace setter with the biggest boat or the nicest car or the biggest motorcycle or the nicest swimming pool. You know, it's going to be a rough, uh, rough uh, time. You know, and I'm not against having nice things, enjoying life and having what's most important to you. It's just the order in which you acquire them know if you acquire them first you still got to do the work to pay for them later so why not do the work first to have the money and capital to buy them uh, that's the people get the uh, cart in front of the horse and then they get trapped in a situation that they spend the rest of their lives in it's very sad
0: yeah but but steve that bmw it just looks so so good you know for for me and my family i, I i'm extremely fortunate. Um, but that, that's something that we care a lot about is obviously keeping, keeping debts low and making things affordable. But at the same time, my wife is like, look, I'm going to get the car I want. And I want that black Lexus. So you better get ready for it. And uh, I, 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 it's so funny. So she, she's really not a materialistic person, but she wants to have a nice car, period. And I don't blame her. And um, she, she had a, a Navigator. And that thing, oh my gosh, it it was so huge, right? We had the ex- extended navigator. And it was great. I loved how big it was. But boy, that thing was the most unreliable hunk of junk ever. It was like every. I told her this one time. I was like, if something's not broken on your car, it's about to break. And so she she was like, okay, well, we need to get a new car. And so she was like, I want a Lexus. I want a sleek black Lexus. And I was like, all right, fine. So you know what we did, Steve? We got our Lexus, but we got our used one. Yeah. We uh and we did it with the Navigator too, and it's like you can get a car for 50% of what a new one costs, <laughs> and it's like why would anyone buy new? I got I, I got the uh, the Lexus, uh, and it had the warranty that had more. Mi- it's an unlimited mileage warranty for four years or whatever, because it was certified pre-owned. And it's like it costs less money, it's got a better warranty, and why would anybody buy new? I don't get it. So yeah, I, I, there are compromises you can make, right? You don't have to spend twice as much on the new car. You could find maybe a good deal on that uh, that used car and still achieve the same intrinsic value that you're looking for.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like what's most important to you. That's uh, the same thing, but like you said, you know, if you buy a brand new car off of the car lot and you drive it off, the depreciation that hits you is the manufacturing cost and all the benefits of all the people making it and all the cost built into the dealership and the transport of the new car? You're paying for the car's production. That's where depreciation comes from. You buy a used car, you're simply paying for the value of the car itself, and that's only people. Is it worth uh, five thousand, ten thousand dollars in depreciation? Which you know, sort of like a uh, stock option. You know, that's uh, that's ex- it's going to expire. A car just drops in value like a rock. You know, is that worth it? Now, if you're a millionaire and you would go buy a Lexus with cash, you know, it's not that it, it makes no difference, you know. But if you are, uh, you know, stuck in a corporate job you don't like, then that could be a terrible decision to stick yourself with all those payments. And uh, why not, uh, you know, go to a, a CarMax or one of those Auto Nation nice car dealerships and get a beautifully clean, nice one or two year old car and save yourself uh, five to ten grand.
0: Yes, exactly. And if it's about the warranty, you can get the warranties and still save tons of money. So, well,
1: in, the, in, the, in this day and
0: time, you can buy cars
1: that you still have. I've bought cars like that that were one year old that still had the full warranty and mm-hmm. from the dealer from the uh, manufacturer and had an engine blow and they wouldn't fix it and I'd already saved the money on the car and they fixed it for free because it was still only a one or two year old car.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's so many ways that you can still achieve what makes you feel good, but is a lot more financially responsible than going out and buying a uh, buying that new car. Like my parents, they just bought a new, uh, like a brand new truck, and they they're one of those people that like if they need to put every mile on the car. That way, they know that it was well maintained. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that because their truck costs a whole lot more than our Lexus did. And I'm like, okay, no thanks. <laughs> but then again.
1: That's the biggest irony, people that say that to me, like they don't trust used cars and they, they don't like them. And the irony is the only new car, the only cars that ever broke down on me in my life were ones that were brand new. That were just hmm. a few months old that I bought when I was really young and bought them new. And they're the only ones that stranded me was brand new cars. I always thought that's so ironic.
0: That is super ironic. So uh, Yeah, it's definitely not what you would expect. But, you know, there's there's a lot of peace of mind in, in saving money and having the longer warranty to go with it. But you know Steve you mentioned something a few minutes ago and that's f u money. <laughs> and that's that's chapter 14 of Steve's book is you got to get f u money. As Steve said here, f u money is a get out of jail free card when your job feels like a prison. And it doesn't have to be the the millions of dollars that you think it is. Um I think it's a four-hour work week, and in that book, the four-hour work week and uh, Tony Robbins' master, Money Master the Game Book, they both really talk about um, lifestyle design. It's, mm-hmm. what does what, what it cost to actually live the lifestyle that you want, right? Maybe it's Maybe it's actually $4,000 a month, and that covers your mortgage, that covers your groceries, that covers all your bills, and then you don't have to go to a job that you hate anymore, right? And if that's all it is, what does it then take to get to $4,000 a month? That is enough fu money. It doesn't have to be eight figures. And that's, I think people get confused by that. Yeah, and it's what the lifestyle
1: is that you want. And, and but once you get to a place, you know, even if you, uh, you know, you have your houses paid for, or you have enough cash to pay off your house, that blows people's mind to even say something like that. Or you have no car payments, you have no credit card debt. Uh, you have enough money to buy your own personal insurance policy if you need to. You know, you have enough money where your boss doesn't stress you out anymore. You should be stressing him out if you're valuable and <laughs> you're doing a great job for him. You know, they, you, he should be stressed that you have the power, he or she, that you have the power to leave whenever you want to. I mean, you, the the quality of life just from having an fu money fund so big that you could walk away. You don't have to have enough to do nothing forever. You just have to have enough to do whatever you want to do. And you don't have to you know, be uh, stuck in anything you don't want to be. I mean I don't think – very few people experience that level of freedom where the, the space between you and needing a paycheck is so far away that you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do for for a year or two years or five years or a decade. It's pretty incredible. All to the point where you have so much money where theoretically if you have a decent return on it and you have no bills and no debt – uh, besides, you know, basic utilities, medical, uh, that you basically probably don't have to work again. But it doesn't mean you don't do anything. It just means you do whatever the heck you want to do. And uh, people can be very productive being completely free to do what they want to do to make money.
0: Oh yeah, without a doubt. And then just, just, you know, going back to the four-hour work week, he talked about how uh, you you design that, and maybe like I said for the example, it's four thousand dollars a month, and then you've got to a place where you've been able to. To create an income stream that's about $4,000 a month, maybe it's a YouTube channel, maybe it's on a drop shipping business, whatever the case is. Then you go and live like in uh, Thailand or you know somewhere else in, in the world that has a uh, lower cost of living, and then you are set, right? When mm-hmm. your food costs 10 bucks a week, when your when your rent on your 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 apartment might be $250 a month you could really live large in other places with the same income that you've established where you are now.
1: Yeah, I always find it funny. You know, I love The Four Our Work with. It was a great book and really a, one of the first to really expand people's minds, you know, to the point of saying, hey, you could, you know, get paid in U.S. dollars, live in Thailand and then pay people in India in, in rupees to work for you. And you are leveraging all those different, uh, different cost efficient ways and you're financially independent very quickly at a very young age but you know i don't if it, you know that's an extreme you know you don't have to be a digital nomad and live in airbnbs and go around the world and work on a laptop i mean some people are happy doing that other people are happy having a small house paid for in a nice neighborhood but it's different for everybody but you know there's a lot of ways where you can become very financially independent in the u.s going to you know cheaper areas if you move from new york city to oklahoma you're probably looking like you're rich if you have a you can work from home, and the money you saved up, You know, people that come to even Tennessee from California, they go to the most expensive areas in Tennessee, and it blows their mind how much it costs uh, for a house in Tennessee versus a house in San Francisco or even uh, Sacramento or San Diego. I mean people don't even think about that. No, I have to live in New York City, or I have to live in California, or I have to – well, yeah, you do, but you're going to. Uh, pay a cost for doing that. And there's just so many options out there. You know, you don't have to pay a $600 a month car payment. You can buy a car and have a nice car. Like you said, that doesn't affect your quality of life. It's a great car, but it's paid for. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to live in by the, in the beach in California. You can live on the beach in Florida for probably one third the cost. You can deal with a little more humidity. There's, you know, it just depends on what your goals are, you know, or you can, you know, start your own business, launch it, sell it, be a multimillionaire and do whatever you want to do. But, uh, It's just the proper order in doing things.
0: Yeah, well said. And in this book, The Working Dead, Steve really goes into so much across so many different categories. But one category that I definitely wanted to bring up was Chapter 21. It's how to get a 100% return on your money. Guaranteed. Now listen, (laughs) listen. I know it sounds impossible. (laughs) This this man, Steve, he has written the blueprint for you. And I'm going to give it to you right here. You're not ready for this. Work in a job that has a 401k match. And let's say that matches 5%. You put in 5% of your salary. They match that 5% of your salary. You just got a 100% return guaranteed. Steve, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Most people don't even think of that.
1: And uh, companies make a killing because companies that used to have profit sharing plans or pension plans, they just put it in your court and say, oh, you have to put money in your own 401k, and people don't, so they save a fortune by doing the match. But if you're matching and you, uh, you know, you're doing it consistently over time, you're you're making an absolute killing. I mean, that's better than some of the forex traders can give you on social media that claim to never lose. I mean, to have a guaranteed 100% return, uh, you are not gonna find it anywhere else but in a, a company 401k match.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little less liquid than you would hope, right? Cuz you you actually can't access the funds until you stop working there, and then you definitely don't get all of it until you're at least 59 and a half. But you are still getting 100% return on your money. And that, and honestly, like Steve was saying, it's free money if you're not contributing to your 401k. Now yeah, it's probably I, the time to start doing so.
1: Yeah, and I I preached that 30 years ago and people and I was very young and people thought I was crazy. And uh, you know, they think, well, what good is that money going to do when you're older? It's like, well, you'll be financially independent very young. But uh, you know, you do what you want to do. But it it, it wins on many many areas though, because you're putting the money in, so you're getting 100% return off the top. You are being tax deferred income tax. One of the biggest things we'll have to talk about taxes, but still. Income tax, state income tax, gas tax is taxes, and you are not only getting 100% return of return on your money, but you are not paying income tax until you get the money out later. So you are lowering your tax basis for income tax. So that's another thing, you know. And people that don't want to trade actively are pick stocks. You know, the S&P 500 returns on average 8% a year uh, for over its lifetime. So you just put it, you can put an SP 500 index fund and just leave it there. And on average, you'll make eight percent a year. So you know, you get those things going for you at a young age, it will be astounding what you have. And that's just something you put away. And uh, you you do have to pay taxes on it when you get it out later. But if it's it's growing tax free of capital gains too, you're not paying income tax, you're not paying capital gains tax on it uh, until you take it out. So, you know, tax-free growth on capital is staggering versus having to pay taxes on capital gains every year and let it eat at your capital. So that's a, that's a lot of wins there. Anybody not taking advantage of that is uh, missing out on one of the best opportunities they will have as an employee.
0: Absolutely. Well said, Steve. And, you know, we talked about earlier about FU money. That can be your FU money, right? If you've got a fat enough 401k, you can, you can act like this is your FU money. You know what? Worst case scenario, you get fired. You can access that 401k and it will have a penalty, of course, but that's still your money that you can access. And then you've basically had that employer you've worked for give you not only your salary, but also your salary plus all the 401k matching. Then you've built it up to the point where that job has now given you the money to be the FU money. And then you're looking at it like, you know what? Things are a lot easier. Right, I've got this safety net that I don't have to worry about anymore. And yeah. even if it will have a penalty, it's still better than nothing. Yeah, what's staggering at a young
1: age, and these aren't theories; these are things I did at a very young age that you can have your 401k equal your house payoff in your if you're in the right bull market in the 90s. Uh, you know, your 401k matches your mortgage payoff. You know, that is very pleasing and uh, lowers your stress level when you can see that and then when you get up to a hundred thousand if you're making you know eight ten percent a year off of it with some kind of an index fund or system you know you're getting eight or ten thousand compounded every year on that it starts becoming staggering like your money is making more money than you can make to even put in it and then you do twelve percent you know six years you've doubled it I mean the, it, you have you start young and you have time and that's just something separate beyond building a business or whatever else you're doing in life or building up building up your other uh, assets. That's just something you're seeing over here to the side that you have later. In addition to everything else you have, it is staggering, the magic. And like you said, it can lower your stress level. As you do know, worst case scenario, you do have to take the tax implication or the early withdrawal fee when you take it. But if you take it, you quit your job, you take it out in January, you don't have any other income that year. You can work around a lot of the tax consequences of that, but you do get the early withdrawal. But you know that's just a plan B. You have, worst case scenario.
0: Mm-hmm yeah exactly
1: or you can retire a millionaire 59 and a half
0: hey there you go multi-millionaire yeah this is the kind of incredible knowledge that steve has spent a lifetime building and that he's put into a book i don't i don't remember where it was but i heard somebody say that like you can get an entire decade's worth of experience and knowledge and in this case a lifetime's worth for just a few bucks and it's incredible how much information can be put into a book and that's why I was so excited to share this, the working dead with you guys on the podcast and and encouraging you to go get your own. So the way to do that is to just click the link below and that'll take you to the download page. Um, I don't know for how long it will be, but on Kindle unlimited, you can get access to this book for free and that may not be a forever thing, but it is for now when we're recording this. So I definitely encourage you guys to go and check it out and you know, get get your hands on Steve's Steve's new work here, The Working Dead. So, Steve, this has been absolutely incredible. I, I'm excited because I know a lot of people out there really don't think of finance as something that's attainable to them. It seems like it's this voodoo or magic. And, and you know, anytime I start talking finance with my wife, her eyes glaze right over. <laughs> so maybe... Something like this can really help a lot of people out there, and, and it's, it's, it's enjoyable to read. So, you know, I really suggest that you guys go and, and get your copies of The Working Dead. And Steve, thank you so much for, for coming and, and sharing this with everybody to, you know, hear your insights, to hear from the author himself, and, you know, learn more about why this is important. Yeah, I appreciate you
1: having me once again, Chris. It's always good to talk to you.
0: Uh, Steve, it's it's really my pleasure. And thank you guys for tuning in today. And make sure you click the link below to get your copy of The Working Dead. And while you're at it, click those buttons below to subscribe, enable notifications, and uh, and that thumbs up like button as well. Because I never want you to miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening. And before you go, remember to head on over to FinClub.ai to get your two free weeks of artificial intelligence stock picks. You've got nothing to lose and only the most advanced AI to help you trade with confidence at FinClub.ai. That's FinClub.ai. 10-Minute StockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction,